tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Now you see me. Now you don't. Fatalities and World Savers. The Dentist from Hell. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever day it is for you, it is Wednesday. I about said Thursday. It's Wednesday, <laughs> August 28th, 2019. I think you meant to say whatever time it is. It's like good afternoon, whatever. good morning, good evening, yeah, whatever. whatever day it is. Well, hey, in, in, in <laughs> it Europe. It could be I, different days. It, it all matters when you're listening. Yeah, like in the EU, I figured out it's completely different. I never really put much thought into the fact that it's a completely different day, so. Anyway, in the what? Not not in the EU, but like uh, <laughs> not not in the EU, but like in China, that kind of stuff. I don't know why I said uh, EU. Yeah, I'm that guy. I didn't mean EU. <laughs> you just mean on the other side of the world. Yes, I yes. get you. Well, you know, on the other side of the world, it's only a 12 hour difference. So I guess it is another day, but it's not yeah. always another day. Right, right. right. There's times well, where okay. I, I figured out that when you're releasing a game. It does yes, matter. And so right. I never really put much thought into it. But apparently, it does matter. And so I may yep. be talking with a little bit of a lisp, guys. I forgot that I was getting uh, a tooth pulled right before the podcast. Studly so move. I, I am numbed up and starting to feel a little bit. So it's good. And if it's he good. doesn't make any sense, it's because he's a little loopy. Yep. Yep. Pop the Norco before we started. Here we go, boys. Oh, Narco's a serious one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he when he uh, prescribed me that, I was like, "Wait, doc, I thought this was just like you know, a little pull." A tooth pull. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've had a root canal, and people talk about how bad that hurts, and I've never had that much pain from it. No, mine have never hurt very much. Right. This he got in there, freaking took a screwdriver to my tooth. You never had it, a tooth pulled. You've had your wisdom no. tooth pulled or something, right? Well, I was out though. They had to go in and cut them out. I had all four done. Oh, so they put me yeah, out okay. for that. Yeah. Right. And uh, anyway, yeah. And then Same kind of pain the next day. Doesn't matter if you were out during it or not, though. You know what you. I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you should have less. But Well, when, when he got the screwdriver out and then went to digging and then popped out yeah. the actual pliers. Yep. And went ahead and locked on to yep. the old tooth and started ripping. And I was like, oh, yeah. you know, I can't feel it, but I can feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. You can feel all the roots yeah, and yeah. stuff. Just, you're gonna, it's like when the doctor says you're going to feel a little pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel it. A couple times he was like, let me check it, make sure you don't feel it. And I felt it. And so he's like, oh, we got numbing again. Got in there. And yeah. I was like, oh, boy. I don't like the numbing thing. That little needle, and it's real yeah. sharp when they, yeah. and they not the point, keep... but the, the feeling of it when they put it in yeah. kind of burns. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yep. Yep. So anyway, guys, I told the guys, we're not canceling the podcast. I'm doing it. So here we are. We're doing it. Sweet. Yep. You're such a hero. Well, yeah. yeah. I, well, I Thursday try. nights never works too great for us anyways. It's the night before mm-hmm. we release. Right. And men's night uh, mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Wednesday's just a better night. Yep. If we're not going to do Monday, Wednesday pretty much got to be done by Wednesday. Yeah. I'm right. good with Wednesday. It just depends. So. I was supposed to be done with my floor, including the tile, today. And I just finished laying the subfloor. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is a huge step because it means we have a kitchen. That's and good. That's nice. So you got that going for you. Yep. Got all the plumbing. Got everything done. All the plumbing, electrical, new sewer for the future add-on, everything done. It's been a chore. That's good. 
Yep. Good. Well, guys, this episode's going to be jam-packed. It's pretty much going to be the news episode or the events the com. episode. Yeah, con we, we had com. Com, we yep. had con oh. slash comms and then um, some rollback, some nostalgia. So a lot happened this past week, and I guess you could say a half because we're on a Wednesday right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot went down. We got a lot to talk about. Um, everybody's kids doing good? Yes. I know we Mine did. Mine are doing good. We did the baby uh, the shower one. for uh, your baby daughter. Do you want to yes, say the name? Great. Do you want to say the name to the public? or The name still? of the daughter? Yes. Or are you keeping the name close to your vest still? No, it's not that I'm keeping the name close to my vest. It's that there's my wife says, see, he can't say it. He doesn't want to say it. It's because I'm still got like a little glimmer that it could be a boy. Mm. So when I say her name, Juniper, it's like I'm saying it's a girl for you. sure. And Juniper is the name we picked. But in all reality, she's not Juniper yet because she might not be a she. That's oh, like okay. I'm so holding, holding on out. to that. I yeah. got you. Hey, just so you know, your kid reminds me of Skyrim. Every time I say her name or you know, I hear that name said, I'm going to think of Skyrim. Just so you know. Juniper? Juniper Berries. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. It's going to be June yeah. for short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's going to be well, good because I'm, I'm always going to look at her. Not only am I going to be happy she's here, but then I'm going to be like, uh-huh. oh, Skyrim, and it's like a double. Skyrim. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, look, I'm picking Juni berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to call her Junebug. Junebug. Yep, Junebug, yeah. There's a lot of good names that will come from it, I think. Yeah, We're not yeah. sure on a middle name. Well, Tiff's got one she likes. I'm not sure on. I kind of like Rose. Juniper Rose sounds good. Mm-hmm. She likes like uh, Inslee, Juniper Inslee. I kind of like mm. it, but I'm not sold. Got you. Yep. Well, you know. But she is feeling like it's getting closer and closer. I think the baby has already turned head down. Oh, wow. Uh, and so. It's in October. Tiff- I keep thinking it's November, guys, because I'm a bad friend, but it's actually yeah. October. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's getting, getting that nervousness, though, that Tiff is, though. Like, maybe we're three, four weeks out. Ooh. You know, we had we had Rory that early. Yeah. So it's kind of like, mm, hope not. But then on the other side, Tiff said, I said, you're kind of divided, aren't you? She's like, yeah. I said, that's messed up. I got too much to do. You should be only <laughs> hoping to hold on until later. And she was like, yeah, but I'm also carrying a baby. So there's this yeah. part of me that's like, it could come early. It but wouldn't the problem, be a bad The problem thing. is dad's going to have to pause it, pause everything. And it's right in the middle of that storm, you know? Yeah. It's, well, it's you can't pause. It's, I, I got to hey, keep on it, going. It's going to work out. This thing. It's, it's going to yeah. work out. Things will work out. It'll be all right. Yeah. So, well, oh, Hunter, things are going to change a lot in this next month. Hunter looks like he got a good night's sleep. He does. Actually, he looks more rested. His eyes aren't as puffy. Yeah. Nice. I took a nap before I got on here today. I got off at work at three, and you didn't have anybody pulling on your face and... with any pliers or screwdrivers. No, I might have to soon. I haven't been to the do- uh, the dentist since uh, at least 2012, and. Mm. Mm. I need to go get it checked yeah. out because I do have a tooth that's been bugging me up here, and yeah. I'm scared. It's yeah. one of those it does the come and fears. go. Say what now? What do you it does the that? come and go pain. Like you have a couple oh, bad yeah, nights, yeah. and then it goes away for months, and you're like, "It's mm-hmm. okay, I'm all right." Yeah, yeah but right. really, really, it's just rotting in there, you know. Right. right. Well, I'm, I'm, I have the ir- irrational fear that I'm going to get in there, and the guy's like going to be mad at me because I've waited so long to go to the dentist, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, then they're gonna. We could have taken you know, care of this if you came in four years ago. Yeah, yep. and then they're gonna pry and do stuff to me that they, you know wouldn't well, have. Well, the, in my case, right. he looks at it and he's like, "Oh, that's that gum's been swelling up. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a bad root canal from an old dentist back in the day, and so uh, infections just getting up in there and living. 
you know, mm. just hanging mm. out in that tooth. So we need to pull that thing and do a bone graft. Ah. It's like, okay, cool. Ooh. So that's what we did today. What's the bone graft? Uh, so he can make me another tooth. He's going to put me in a little implant thing. But he's gotta oh, get, really? But he's got to get a graft of the jaw. So he was like literally pushing my gums out of the way. and Right. Yeah. Yeah, as a whole. Yeah, a whole I need to have that done. Tooth pull. See, yeah. I had my two. I had my two. She said it sounds bigger than a normal tooth pull. Sounds like it was yeah. pretty violent. Yeah. Uh, I, had I didn't my know all that going ones. in, though. When he said bone graft, I really didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh huh. You know. I had my two lower ones pull, uh, not pulled, but what do you call it? Uh, root canal back in high school. Mm-hmm. But the Indians which is how I had my medical and dental taken care of as the Native American deal. Mm-hmm. They uh, they won't pay for crowns. So they'll pay oh, for a root canal, but you won't, they won't pay for capping it or whatever. Right. And they told me back then, if you don't crown it, you'll just lose it because now the tooth's dead, essentially. You right. know what I mean? Right. It's and sure slowly. enough, they're gone. They just slowly <laughs> broke off till it's just gums with like little nubs. Yeah. And I'm like nubbins. 30 years old and I got two missing teeth in the bottom. Mm. When really, in all reality, it probably just needed a filling. But the you know the Native American care is not the best. Yeah, and at least so, it, at least that it wasn't one up here. Oh yeah, well I've always had good teeth, not any cavities. Even when I went back to the dentist, uh, like I went last year, mm-hmm. got checked up. I had one maybe cavity starting. Everything yeah. else is still just super good. Hmm. So that's what always makes me feel like what yeah, happened. It, it was those back in high school mm-hmm. when they drilled these mm-hmm. two teeth out. <laughs> well, from what my dentist said, and I know this is a gaming podcast, guys, so I'll try not to too much on it but my dentist oh, yeah. told me what they do is they put these metal clips down they drill out the tooth right and they put these little metal clips down what yeah. can happen is those clips are so thin that they can crack and if they crack then the whole canal the whole root canal is bad and then that's oh, when really? you get bacteria and stuff in there because that's okay. what's holding everything up and keeping it you know i guess huh. from getting things in it but anyway but this is part of being a dad i'm sure most dads out there have had a root canal or a pole mm-hmm. Or yeah. something by the or, time they're 30. Or their so. kids. Yeah. Or their yeah. kids yeah. are having to have something. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're going to put your kid under the pole tooth, you better just go ahead and put some laughing gas on them and all that jazz. Because yeah. even as an adult, I was kind of doing the old chair grab and was getting a little nervous when he pulled out the old screwdriver. So mm-hmm. mm, anyway, it, it went okay. I just kept thinking, I can't imagine the first round of people that did this for the first time to try it out. No. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Who, who volunteered for them to do their research to figure all this stuff oh, out? Oh, back in the day, it was just wash around some liquor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Some real strong moonshine. and Get drunk before you go in there. and Yep, mm-hmm. and let's pull this thing. Yeah. No, sir. Uh, well, with that, I need some gaming news to cheer me up. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good idea. We all got right. plenty of it. Let's do that then. Please. Four. And we're back with news, events, things that have been going on in the gaming world. And we did it dad style. Um, The first thing I wanted to talk about was a little local thing in the Oklahoma area. If you're in the state of Oklahoma, this will probably be more interesting. But uh, we wanted to put it on the podcast because it was Delirious Dads Gaming's first venture out into the world um, outside of this podcast. and. It was fun. We did some networking. We talked to a lot of interesting people. We had a blast. Hunter worked. You know, it was a good day. It was a good yep. day. And as you can see, Hunter 
has excitement all over his face for that one faithful day, fateful day, Saturday. Uh, we went to yeah. MiracleCon 2019. Now you may first be asking, MiracleCon. yes, the first ever in mm-hmm. in in the state of Oklahoma. Um, it was held in Oklahoma City, and so Ryan came out and uh, we got up early, went up there and hit the con hard, fast, and we're the life of the party. I feel yeah. like. I think we is were. that a new dance hitting the hitting the con? Yeah, hitting the con. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna make up, but that's gonna be a new YouTube. Video it's what it is. Yeah, soon. we're hitting the con. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, wanted to go ahead and play an interview for you guys um, of an interview that we did uh, with the vice president of MiracleCon and uh, their tournament coordinator. Where he's an esports tournament specialist. Anyway, I'll play that for you real quick. Hey, it's uh, Clinton with the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, and we're here with... I am Braden Easley. I am the Vice President of MiracleCon. I'm Johnny Weaver. I'm an eSports Tournament Specialist for all the big boys. And I am Ryan, Delirious Dads Gaming. You know me. I feel like we don't get a lot of gaming things, and so to, to actually have a gaming con is pretty amazing, and it worked out perfect. Uh, you know, whenever we started the, the podcast, we wanted to go out and network with other gamers, you know, gaming enthusiasts. And uh, it's really cool here because you guys are family friendly. You got things set up for kids. So it's really an event that uh, dads and parents can bring their kids to and share that, that passion with gaming. So uh, first question is, how did it all come about? Well, uh, when we started it, we met up with Vicki Ern, Ernest. She works for Children's Miracle Network in general. This is actually a, uh, what is the, what is our, Johnny, what's our thing? What's that? What are you talking about? The, the, chi- the whole, I'm having a brain fart right what, extra now. Life? Extra life. Extra yes, life. Yes, extra life. We do this for extra life. I had a brain fart. It's your baby and you can't even think of it. Well, that's, what, that's how it goes. You forget your kids' names sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we do this for Extra Life. Cons, let's do it and raise money for kids. It's a charity. Okay. And that's where we brought Johnny in here. He is our gaming master. I believe he won a Halo tournament about 20 years ago, and then he retired on it since then <laughs> into the middle of nowhere Oklahoma. Johnny, do you want to comment on some of this? I was on the circuits from 02 to 15 playing Halo. Uh, then I worked for like MLG UGC since then. But I did win the 1992 Blockbuster Donkey Kong Championship way back when. Did you're a Donkey Kong player? Seriously? So you're legit. You're you're a legit esports player, really. You yeah. Were, you were esports before esports was a thing. Basically, <laughs> I've been doing this like I said since way back when. This is actually my 1,513th event. Okay. Okay. So as a dad who doesn't have time to game. We suck at every competitive game we play. We've we've jumped on PUBG. We've tried Fortnite for the games. No, I'm a dad just... myself. Okay, I got two kids. So, okay. So, <laughs> what do you do to stay up on the competitive gaming uh, when your time when you know having a kid your time gets limited? Right. What's, well, what's your... well, actually, my daughter games with me. So when she's at the house, we'll either play Fortnite together, we'll play Overwatch, we'll play Halo. So it really just okay. depends. Yeah. And then if I don't have my kiddo, of course, in between it, I'll try to get on with the guys and just have fun. Okay. And try so we've, we've talked and wondered as we get a little bit older, of course, uh, and our, I mean, as our kids get older, we'll probably have more time to game because we'll get to game with them. Right. Right now, gaming takes away from them a lot right. of time. Right. And so you kind of have this where we've got youngsters, you know yeah. what I mean? But uh, my daughter just started, like, actually really getting into gaming. She's six. Okay. And already, just in this last couple of weeks, it's like I've been it's, able it's to a game a lot more. Yeah. And it's just because she wants to. Yeah. It's like, 
hey, it's, it's a blast. Two birds, one stone. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how it should be. That's you know? cool. Yeah. Oh, um, well, we started for nonprofit from the beginning. Um, Vicky reached out to us, who's kind of our liaison, and she she talked us into doing this, and we started the the charity, and we've got our board member and everything. We just decided to run the con with her help, and it just kind of started from there. So the immediate thought was her brainchild of we're going to make a nonprofit con, and the rest of us just came together and said, how the heck do we do this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we have this, which turned out much better than I honestly anticipated. There are a lot of very cool, very nice things in here that I have to thank Johnny for most of. This is Miracle Con's first year all together, or just first year in Oklahoma? First year all together. Okay. We're this part of breaking ground in a way yep. here. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Uh, and this is something you guys plan on, obviously, continuing and growing and growing and growing. Um, so far, I mean, we're in the middle of the day now. What's your guys' um, take on the response you got being your first year doing it? Have you gotten what you wanted, maybe a little less or more than you expected? Or? It is way, way, way more than I expected. Okay. I did, I'll, tell, I'll give you my, my one little tidbit on this. We were, we were honestly hoping for 200 people. We figured if we get 200 people here, we break even, we have a good con, a lot of people showed up, it's going to be awesome. In pre-sales, last night we hit 290, and every con person we talked to who runs cons said that about half your patrons come up the day of and just pay door price. So, realistically, we may have 500 people here today, and we were just happy to get two. So this is way more stuff than we expected. Now, uh, so is the plan from here on out to do it yearly? has there been talks about uh, about the plan in the future? Or Man, I'll, focused on the event today. I will, honest opinion, I need today to go, and then we'll figure <laughs> out. It'll probably be yearly. It'll probably be if Johnny wants to come back next year, we'll take him. Johnny, you want to come back? Oh, of course, I'll come back. Johnny, Johnny's my man right here. He put he put this whole gaming side together, so we couldn't have done this without him. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, how did you set up the VR? Because I was really like, we walked past the that. VR go ask them. Setup. That's from. Uh, Oh, the Innovation Hub in Norman is doing the VR, and then we have more. We okay. have more people coming later, but they set all that up. That's their deal. That's a, they're basically a vendor that that's here for free. Johnny's doing the Apex tournament. He's doing everything okay. on his own, and that's how it all goes. We just grab people who are passionate about it and say, "Here's a venue. Here's a spot. Go run." Now, I'm, I'm going to assume since Johnny's uh, part of the leadership here, helping run things. Leadership, Johnny, you hear that? Johnny, did you did you enter the Apex tournament? Or are you sitting this one out? I mean, if there's a guy that might needs one, I might play with him just. That, that's illegal. You shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't be allowed. I know your background. So I'll just let everybody know, hey, that guy's the sleeper over there. He's, He's not even the sleeper. We all know. Okay. Well, we didn't know because we're not in the scene yet. Uh, this is actually our first game con. Really? I don't know if you've ever been to one before, Clint, at all. I've been to, I went to the Tulsa Comic Con last year when that's they right. had that. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of knew how that ran, but I wasn't sure how an actual game con mm -hmm. uh, and I, can, and I can tell you guys, too, right off the bat, we were impressed by the openness of the staff. Yeah. Well, here, i tell you what, you can finish up. i got to okay. roll. Uh, good, thank you guys for being here. Hopefully MiracleCon 2020 will be great. Thank you. Right. We appreciate the time. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. Have you played much Super Smash Bros? Is that? It's like a solid chair that reclines. Don't lean too much. You audio people don't know this, but this thing right here, I'm loving it. <laughs> I need to get some of these for the house. Yeah. Right. You know?
Uh, so, how did you go about picking the game tournaments? Uh, I mean, did you do it based on popularity? or? There's a couple of groups that of... we've been, and we've done polls. Uh, my buddy Puyan over there runs a bunch of Smash tournaments in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. and so, he, he's well known. So, he does big ones up to like 256 people up to 500 or small ones like this. For the first-person shooters, I mean, we could have done Call of Duty. We could have done Halo Fortnite. But Apex is kind of the hottest thing right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I know a lot of guys love it. And so, I was like, you know what? We'll do it something small, something easy. That way, everybody can try to play it. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That's good. There's no learning curve. Oh, how, am I good or am I bad? Just complain. So mm -hmm. when you developed it, you did uh, did kind of put into mind yeah. our kids going to be able to play. Pretty it much did my homework. Yeah. And then plus with Microsoft helping out, once they're done the tournament, people can go in there and free play Fortnite. They can play what other games are on there. Overwatch, okay. etc. Yeah. Okay. I got a question on uh, even if it's commonly game cons, game cons usually go once a year or twice a year, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it all depends on. But uh, you guys being a nonprofit, right. is there a way that you guys continue to raise money for the nonprofit throughout the year? Little tournaments there, there or can, things yeah, like there, that? There can, there can be tournaments. There can be streams where people can donate and stuff. And, okay. and then, like I said, for instance, I freelance. So I can go to GameStop with them and say, hey, we're going to put this on. Donations go to this. Or I can yeah. go to a college and do it. So I pretty mm -hmm. much try to network as much as I can. Another question I had on the way over here was kind of like... Uh, I wonder if they had a, a way when you're buying your ticket mm -hmm. to donate. Like, okay, I've got right, an extra option. Right. I think I think that, that would be something it, it, that might be It would be, be good. And like I said, that's why I brought my, my streamer guy over because we're going to stream it and if people want to make donations, they can do it to that Perfect. way. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. uh, and you guys, could they look you guys up online oh, yeah, they and can, give to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they can look at our information and, like, for instance, if they have Venmo or PayPal, they can send it to me directly and then I'll just okay. give it to my guys. Okay. okay. And what's the, what's, what would they look up to be able to do? Uh, so, for instance, if you use Venmo, just type in Icy Chiller. It's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Or you can look up my Facebook and contact me directly. It's Johnny Ryan Weaver. Okay. okay. And yeah. if you guys are wondering, from what I understand, uh, all profits, right. which means... Not every dollar they get is a profit, right. but so all pay profits go towards right. the, the yep. non-profit. I mean, it goes towards the... It goes towards the kiddos. Yeah, sick kiddos, yeah. 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 So you guys know how to get there. So they'll be able to donate even after the con is over. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They, they can donate anytime they want to. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because yeah. we could even bring up that non-profit in later podcasts, just reminding mm -hmm. people, hey, this is yeah. a, uh, someone we've connected right. with. If you right. got a place to give, you like streaming, right. check out their streams, right. things right. like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Really cool. Well, Johnny, thank you for your time. I appreciate your time, and man. So far, we're loving MiracleCon 2019. Yeah. Well, hopefully, it'll be a good ring. I appreciate you. Yeah. 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 All like right. I said, if you guys ever need anything, let me know. I can. Uh, we can have a land party at your house and have fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down. Yeah. <laughs> well, All, right. All right. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. We'll uh, connect up with you later on. All right. So that was the gist of the interview. Right. I was yeah. watching right, yeah. it on really low volume, and I like oh, where you in there where. That big boy Thanos walked in the background. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> he was talking like a, hey, little kid. Talking like this. Yeah, he was. He didn't sound like Thanos at all, though. with me. Yeah. And it's like, no, just. Well, he sounds like a bad guy from Rocky, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, quickly, we did come across some games there while we were there, guys. There was one platformer that's being made. It's by uh, Happy Cow's, happycowgames.com. Uh, Hold on, time. What? Most of these guys, I'm going to preface this. Most of these guys, which was great for us and great for you guys, is we've been talking about getting into different games, board games and stuff like that. But right. most of these guys that we're talking to at the show, uh, they want to be guests on the podcast. They want to come in and talk about what they're doing, what the development's like, kind of give you guys an inside look at what it's like to be a small-scale developer for either video games or board games or whatever. So yeah. as we're talking to these different gamers, like Clint's going to – or game makers that Clint's going to mention. Keep in mind, these uh, we'll have we'll have whole segments devoted to each of these guys later on yes. in future episodes, so it'll be kind of cool. 
Most definitely. Uh, the first game I'm going to men- mention um, that uh, we came across was um, a game called Ducks in Space. It's an actual two. It's a 2D platformer. Um, we talked to the developer Happy Cow Games, um, and it's kind of cool. It's like a little family, uh, a little family group. You know, they uh, basically mm-hmm. the the main guy does all the coding and and programming for the game. And then yep. he's got his. It was was it his wife? Wife. Wife. Yeah. yeah. She does all the artwork for the game, and then his brother is uh, is a music music artist, so he did the music for the game. And so mm-hmm. it really is kind of a passion project for them. Uh, Ducks in Space. Uh, it actually surprisingly for an independent game uh, made by three people, it was actually it was pretty smooth. We we yeah. played it. We played it, and actually tested it. And it was it was smooth. The duck. It's I guess that was my that was my biggest impression on it too. It wasn't just fun because it was a little platformer. Mm-hmm. It was very. It felt like a real maker made it. it felt yeah. very smooth. The guy yeah. did a great job. Yeah, because yeah. some games you play, you know, it's like oh, it's a. It's you can tell someone threw it together on Steam, and it's like oh yeah 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 yeah. And this, this is didn't something have that he's vibe. polished. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, the plan for it, it's it's a game about ducks going into space and fighting geese. And the geese yep. try to kill you. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun. There's all game. kinds of different geese, and we'll get into more details on it. Yeah. Uh, we only really played the, uh, there was like a certain level that was uh, like a troll level. Yeah. Clint thought he meant there would be trolls in the level. Yes. What he meant yes. was it's the level to troll you. Yeah. It's just like a messed up level that's yeah, came on. I was like, where's the trolls at, guys? And they're like, uh, yep. no, it's uh, No, there's trolling. goose. Geese. Yeah. Geese. Wow, he was so old that that, that, that uh, <laughs> term missed him. Mm-hmm. I know, right over his head. The guy was even talking about how, you know, only a couple people have beat the troll level. and mm-hmm. Talking about, obviously, all the signs letting you know what he meant by the word troll. Yeah. Clint still had no idea. And Clinton's like, he was just like, man, this thing is, this level's really hard. I'm going to we'll get to fight a, some trolls, bro. Get my platformer. sword and my shield, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like, wow, geeking out. Like, trolls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, it was bad. Uh, it was it was fun though, and we'll 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 have him on to talk about development of that. Yeah, for uh, sure. And then he we, was the only he was the only video game developer there that yeah. we were able to meet. But we no. met some other game guys. We did. Uh, we met Mix Company or a game called Mix Company. This uh, is a Kickstarter game. Um, let's see here. You can find them at www.mixed.company slash ks. Uh, that's a forward forward slash yeah and uh so that game was fun in the sense of you pick out these questions and i think what there was six questions ryan it's a tabletop game um and the group votes no it matters however many people are playing oh each person picks out of their three questions and then the whole team the whole table votes on what topic we want to talk about i got you and so we did that that was a fun little it's just kind of it's going to depend on the people you play with i think is what makes that game fun it's a conversation starting game. Yeah. And so, its premise is to kind of push some boundaries and bring up mm-hmm. things you wouldn't always talk about. It's right. a pretty good game. So if you're offended easily or you know someone that's offended easily, um, don't play that game or play with certain <laughs> rules in place. <laughs> what is it um, called? Cupcake? Huh? No, it's called no. Mixed, company, Mixed Company. But they should have called it Cupcake. Yeah. No. <laughs> Triggered, triggered, triggered. It was fun though. That's what they should have uh, call it. Triggered. triggered. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, make yeah. people. Mad. But they have some. They have some safeguards if you're a triggery type people. Yeah. You know, and rules to the games, and there's things to like veto, 
if you want to play with the, we'll explain it more later, but there's cards that you can say, no, we're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And you can and they, just nix that choice. And they did mention that kids... Or you can play with some Kejonas and take the veto cards out <laughs> yeah. and say, and yeah, that's it. what we're doing. But it's mm-hmm. all, you know, you can play at whatever speed you want. But yeah, yeah it's And they did mention it, uh, that little, uh, some young kids have played it and it's helpful, like, uh, like autistic kids or socially awkward kids. Yeah. And it helped them open up conversations. So it looks like it could be a, a good positive thing as well. So, um, but we liked it. It was fun. Like I said, I think it depends on who you're playing with. Uh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, if you're a partier, it's probably a good drinking game. Um, <laughs> an, another game we came across. Uh, this one's um, in development as well, but it's not as he's still working on it. Let, let, let's put right. it that way. So there's still work to be done with it. He's it's not a finished product or anything that you can buy yet. But this this one was called Super Combo Fighters. Um, mm-hmm. I will be getting a hold of the creator to see if he wants to come on and talk about it. He acted like he would be interested. So um, here eventually I'm going to start reaching out to those people. But this is uh, Baron Games is who set that yeah, one Yeah, we up. came across that one right at the end of when we were going to be leaving the show. And so we played. He had like a mini game, which is part of that game. This game mm-hmm. comes with like three or four different mini games built into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mini game we played was like a really high pace random guess what your what your opponent's next move is going to be if you're right, right you score if you lose they score type thing mm-hmm. um and that was fun only took like five minutes to run through yeah. that and, and uh, that would definitely be fun to like whip out at the airport and the or, artwork style know, that it seems like what he was going for with it was like a throwback to old like street fighter and mortal Kombat type game yeah. from back in the day um it had kind of that vibe and so we like that too um so we'll we'll continue to try to keep up on that one and get an update of, you know, when that goes out to the public. Yeah, and right now we wouldn't even have a fair response to say because we didn't play the real game. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty in-depth little card fighting game, and we didn't mm-hmm. have the time at the moment. But we will. Mm-hmm. We will get into it. We'll have him explain it when he comes on, if he does. Yeah. Now, the next one we played is pretty much finished. I mean, it was pretty polished at this point, and they were actually Well, yeah, that one's already for sale. Yeah, they were. They were there selling that one and then promoting their new one. You're talking about the one I'm about to talk about? Yeah. Okay, you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this one is the finished game. Um, I'm only going to talk about the finished one. Um, if we get a hold of them, we can have them come on and talk about the other one as well if they want. Right. Um, but this one's actually on sale for 25 bucks, And I um, am probably going to buy it. Uh, actually, not probably. I am going to buy it at some point. Yeah, it was uh, a good game. I just didn't have the money uh set aside to pay for it then this game is called churiscaria is that how you yeah. say it right churiscaria? i think you nailed it yeah mm-hmm. churiscaria um it's a new cutthroat casual card game of food theft. hunter should know mr chef over there yeah food theft he doesn't even know plate what we're swapping about yet. and backstabbing from absurdist productions and this game churiscaria is, right is the what do you call it uh it's the brazilian steak buffet places Yes. You know, where they come oh. over with the stick and the meat and they shave it off mm-hmm. on your plate. The actual yeah, Brazilian that's word. That's what it was called. Yeah. Yeah, the Brazilian yeah. word for it's churiscaria. Yeah, yeah. We, or, we thought or for we sure. We could be saying it wrong, guys, but it's something like that. It's <laughs> we hard thought, to say. We thought for sure Hunter would know. Um, it doesn't really sure. matter that it's that hard to say because the box, the artwork was great. And the artwork on all the cards was great. Yep. And the gameplay and the way you play it was great. He did a yep. great job. I, I really a, liked it. I have a special term, my own special term for restaurants like that. Buffet. What's that? Uh, Brazilian steakhouses. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they went with the fancy name so they could name yeah. it their game. 
And so right. how, how this game works, guys, you get food cards, um, and it's basically like you're swapping through. You, you go. It's a screw-your-neighbor type game. Yeah, yeah, you're like switching yeah. plates on people. There's special moves you can use. And, Making them eat stuff they shouldn't eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep, and then at the end of the game when it's all over, you want to be the one with the most points. And so the basic premise is meat. you don't want to eat any sides or vegetables. You want to have as mm-hmm. much meat as possible, like mm-hmm. a real man who went mm-hmm. to a, a Brazilian steak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And that's right. way that's the premise of the game. But yep. the way they set it up and everything was just a lot of fun. It it uh, it and two if you guys have ever played Sushi Go, that's a card game we play. Mm-hmm. It's not like Sushi Go in the sense of passing the cards and all that. Mm-hmm. But the vibe of the game is very much the same. Yeah. Kind of you're trying to stick it to your partner. You're trying mm-hmm. to you know one up while putting them down. And it's still pretty high pace, and I'm sure it'll get even faster as you learn the game. But easy to learn too. You play yeah. once, you kind of know it, just like Sushi Go. Yep. And so, uh, and his I mentioned his other game real quick. His other one that he's working on is uh, about trying to. There's a bunch of, if I understood correctly, there's a bunch of uh, dinosaurs who have escaped, basically like Jurassic Park or whatever your your park is, mm-hmm. and uh, you're having to trank them and bring them back. And so then your cards have to do with whether they're going to stay asleep or whether they're going to wake up and how much time it's going to take to get them back. And it sounded like a decent game too. But yeah. what I thought was real cool was the fact that we're going to we're going to have multiple stages. We've got a card game that's out but hasn't really launched like they're done, right? Mm-hmm. That's the mixed company. Then we've got that other one. Uh, what's it called? Combo Fighter? Super Combo Fighter? Super Combo that Fighter. One, that one is like you know, I'm in development. Like I'm working mm-hmm. on it. We don't have our work on our cards. Right. We haven't done a real Kickstarter deal yet. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this other guy who's got, he's coming out with a second game and already has launched one successfully. Mm-hmm. So we've got a good uh, variety of, hey, what's it like to be in the field of making some tabletop games? Yeah, what does someone yeah. got to do to yeah. make this happen? And what yeah. is the creative process of doing it? You know, so. I think between a- those three, it'll be pretty cool. Uh, info we'll get out of there. Yeah. And we had a, we had a lot of fun up there. Um, it was really good as far as, like I said, networking with other creators and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, another big initiative that's going on is the community is trying to get gaming more relevant here in the state of Oklahoma. And so yes. I'm all about that. Um, you know, let's do more events so that um, families and kids and, mm-hmm. and even adults like us can go. And, and specifically and, esports is really trying mm-hmm. to increase in Oklahoma, not just the shows and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and so Johnny's one of the ones. I mean, he sets up all that stuff. That was his whole thing. He was running that whole tournament up there, um, and then I believe he had another event in Texas the very next day. Uh, yeah, he so did. He's. I think he stays pretty busy with all that. Um, we did meet a. And we'll, we'll hopefully have this guy on too. Uh, sorry, I can't remember his name right now. Clint, you might. The guy that works with OU, which is where this was held. Um, I believe um, it was Chris. Was it Chris? It might be. Uh, yeah. but we might have him on at some point too, and he's. He's uh, him and his wife work with the department there at OU that basically opens up the creative uh, operations of OU. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff that they have for their students and things like that, meaning whether it be 3D printing or it's uh, graphic design or it's game design and coding, mm-hmm. um, basically if you can think it, they can build it and it's free. Yeah. I didn't know that. So like, and if so I the public to, can just it, go in and, and do it. Yeah, if I wanted to animate a game, but I don't yeah. have the computer to load up all the graphics and do that kind of stuff. 
Yep. They have computers there that you can rent. You can come in and use them there. Or I believe he said you can take them home, like a library. Yeah, some of the equipment sounded like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. And it was all free. Everything they talked yeah. about was free. You don't have to be He's a doing that. at the University of Oklahoma. You just go there. Uh, yep. And that was. And they the said one. they've got people that will even teach you, not just use the equipment. Like the people that will show you how to do it so you can mm-hmm. do it yourself in the future. And uh, I don't care about your Oklahoma State unless they have this too. No, they're um, they're all agriculture. Okay, they're going to yeah. teach you how to milk the goats. I get it. Right. We're going to go they're ahead and stick with creep. technology here on the show. <laughs> uh, wow. But for the it does that. sound pretty cool. I mean, it sounds like there's yeah. a lot of things that we could take advantage of there and that a lot of Oklahomans, which is our home base, mm-hmm. can take advantage of, which actually makes me get to thinking, guys, this is probably – OU is probably not revolutionary, to be honest. OSU probably, probably has the same thing, yeah. and so does – so does schools all over the nation. And so, so this it, might be something you look into in your local area to help you with that. Uh, because I know it's funny because I know beauty colleges do that, right? Like mm-hmm. you can go in and get your hair cut for free and do things for free because there's people that are learning it. And people are like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to do that because, you know, but a lot of people go in all the time to it, the beauty colleges but for it free. Ma- it makes sense because you think about it that uh, I believe it was Innovation Hub. That was the name of it. Of the, yeah. of the of the place, yep. um, you know, for them, they probably want technology to explode here so that they have more students, right? They have right. more more things coming through um, to get people, you know, that industry bigger here in the mm-hmm. in, in in the state, and so it, it makes sense. Even like you mentioned, uh, beautician school, they want right. more beauticians to come through. So how are you going to do that? Yep. Well, you help people make their yep. goals. So if you don't live in the state of Oklahoma, check out your local colleges, community colleges, yeah. universities. And just ask, hey, do you have any free, you know, anything that could help me in my business venture? Anything, you know, yep. get out there and, and, and network. The worst they can do is say no. And that's something we learned on this trip. The worst. And hopefully we'll, be said we'll get no. this guy on and he can explain <laughs> more of this to you. He did yeah. two different things. His wife mainly worked with them. But yeah. then he did, uh, he, does streaming. he worked with e- e-gaming he, and streaming. Yep. Yeah, he, he, fo- he focuses heavily on streaming um, and does... Uh, Basically helps people with that helps companies and e gaming e sports. I think I've said like that, that term four times now. Yeah, <laughs> felt weird every time I said it. E sports. He's involved with e sports. Has been in the past. He's been involved in game design, and now does streaming, but is working with some other people on some things that are going to supposed to help us out in Oklahoma. So yeah, he wants to good. talk to us about them as soon as he can. Yep. So for those of you who aren't from Oklahoma, thank you for sticking with the podcast because I know sometimes that stuff might not be interesting to you in your state, but it's good for, for us. Um, so now let's, oh, yeah. I mean, on. all those games we talked about are available everywhere. Yeah. We went to a local games con, but it was about things that are nationwide. So, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think, I think you guys can hold on. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they probably have much of an issue with it. Honestly, your camera is being crazy tonight, bro. Sweet. Gotta love that. But uh, what's it doing? Changing colors or something? No, switching sizes. Switching sizes. Oh, really? Usually uh, has to do with like seems like when there's any lag spike, that's when it does it. But that's not a big deal. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so MiracleCon was a success. They, you know, as you heard in the interview, um, they had a lot going for them there. Um, there's some mm-hmm. things that hopefully next year um, they can do improve upon. I would say. Uh, next year, guys, if you're listening, if uh, MiracleCon guys, if you're listening to this, next year, let's get a main stage going. 
maybe some music bumping in the background to kind of yep. for those silent spots and uh, have someone announce when some of the events are going down. That would help. Yeah, when different things are starting, mm-hmm. what's going on in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just needed something tying the whole thing together. It was a little bit, the best word I could use for it was segmented. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah. was a little bit disconnected. Mm-hmm. Not that each thing on their own didn't do just fine. Mm-hmm. But as an event altogether, you know, it was their first time doing it, so I understand. Mm-hmm. And I think it had a lot to do with their location, which was donated, so I understand that too. Right. But it did affect the flow of the event. Yep. But overall, it was good. We loved it. Thank you for having yep. us. Thank you to oh, yeah. everybody who was uh, very nice to us and willing to, mm-hmm. you know, talk to us about their games and talk to us, you know, the interview and all that. So we will uh, we will be looking forward to seeing you guys again next year. We'll be on the lookout for that. Um, but also there was another con that went down, or shall we say com, which was Gamescom. It went Gamescom. down. And uh, there was some not a lot of game announcements, more gameplay demo type stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There were some announcements. It wasn't, you know. Not very many new games. It was more like, okay, here's the skivvy on the games you've been antsy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And here's what they look like if you get to play them. Yep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Hunter, he did some research on um, some different, you know, various games and, and what have you. Um, Hunter, what did you find on the... Uh, Am I kicking it off? Yeah, Here, I'll let you uh, kick it off. So today I got some stuff... Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, Mortal Kombat DLC characters that are coming out. Uh, just going to touch on the latest news on PUBG. And, um, of course, the Marvel Avengers uh, gameplay. So, we're going to dive into that. I'm going to start with Mortal Kombat. Okay. Um, and I got this little article here I'm going to read to you. is good. While the base of Mortal Kombat 11 character roster is fairly extensive, featuring 24 new and returning fighters, players are still excited to expand their combat options with additional DLC characters. Indeed, the Mortal Kombat 11 DLC fighters are of the uh, great interest to many, and even though there are still a number of them to be released, several MK11 DLC characters are now officially confirmed. Um, yeah, people are pretty pumped. I mean, this game's still just doing really well. Mortal yes. Kombat 11 is kind of just keeps on trucking, and I think they did it right with this. Hey, let's delay and let out these characters as we go here and keep everybody kind of amped and excited. That's kind of the new thing that we see in right. games, and I think it's I think people have been pumped for it. Exactly, and I got a couple characters I'm going to announce that they've announced so far for you okay. guys, um, but uh, some of these are classic uh mortal Mm -hmm. kombat characters coming back and some of them are ones we haven't seen before um okay so starting off the list excuse me uh is uh shokan i don't know if you remember shokan shokan was a mortal kombat 11 pre-order bonus and thus players that purchased the game prior to the launch were given immediate access to this fighter that said fans that did not pre-order can still add shokan to their mortal 11 rosters as he is now available to purchase in the dlc characters okay um the next on the list is shang sung uh shang sung is the first mk11 combat pack dlc character and he has been available in the game since mid-june prior to this release of mortal kombat 11 um 
uh, Shosung, sorry, Shangsung, keep getting their names mixed up, <laughs> uh, showcased the DLC character's ability to transform, and now players can experience his power firsthand. He looks pretty gnarly. Sweet. I don't, he seems like he was in Mortal Kombat before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was. Yeah, he was. Something it's just ones. weird seeing them in the graphics of Mortal Kombat yeah. 11. Yeah, I know. Good. I haven't played for a long time either. Yeah, we got to play while we were at MiracleCon. Like... We yeah. played uh, some Mortal Kombat 2, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. do we actually play this? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, the next on the list, another um, Nightwolf was confirmed as an MK11 DLC character at the end of May. And since then, Mortal Kombat 11 director and series co-creator Ed Boon has made several references to the Nightwolf on this official Twitter account. This has led some to believe that Nightwolf will be the next Mortal Kombat 11 DLC character, but that is not confirmed at this time. Um, I don't recognize uh, Nightwolf. I'm guessing it's Nightwolf, but you're saying Nightwolf. But either way, yeah, I pronounce yeah, I'm just it a little differently. <laughs> Yeah. Either way, I don't think I recognize that character, who that is. Do you recognize him? Night, it's Nightwolf. He's a native-looking guy, yes. I think he's been Oh, okay, yep, 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 he's yep. He's older, older one. And now we're getting down to some of the uh, um, cooler releases here that I'm excited about. There's a couple more. Um, Terminator T-800. Mm, the Terminator really? T-800 was confirmed um, by way of Mortal Kombat 11 combat pack trailer and released on august 21st 2019 his release release date is october 8th so you'll be able to download him october 8th is Um, this arnold is this our it's arnold oh really it's arnold but his you know half of his face is showing Mm -hmm. so that's cool pretty legit that's i'm wondering how far they took the steps because if they were real they do during combat more of his face come off and stuff like that. That'd be That'd sweet. Sick. I wouldn't put so, it past them doing it though. You know? Yeah. Um, next character on our list is Sindel. I think I'm saying that right. S I N D E L. Sindel was confirmed to be the forthcoming DLC for Marvel Combat 11 at the time. At the same time as Night Wolf. Wolf. A release date for Sindel is not currently I think known. you just said Marvel Combat. Yeah, he did. Did I? He meant Mortal. <laughs> yeah, because you've been reading Mortal Marvel Kombat. stuff, too. Yeah. It's perfect. I Mortal Kombat. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so her her release date is, I guess, is what they're saying. They think uh, the Night Wolf is going to come out. Okay. okay. So, um, November 26th is her, her release date. So, I okay. guess they're kind of... Speculating that gotcha. Night Wolf is mm-hmm. going to be released the same time. I can do okay. that. And the next one we have is the Joker. Ooh. The Joker oh, really? was confirmed by way of Marvel Com- Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat <laughs> 11. Uh, and is in, it, it, he was in the trailer pack, so that's why they know he's coming. But okay. his, his release date is January 28, 2020. Okay. So Dang. next That'd year, be really yeah. interesting seeing the Joker in a rated r type scenario yeah you know yeah i say rated r whatever the rating would be they have a snap they have a snapshot of his character on here and he is not like any joker i've ever really he looks he looks quite different yeah Um, well he's the he's he's the the, mortal kombat universe joker yeah he's got the green hair and Mm -hmm. and the white and the face paint and everything but he just looks different than the the jokers 
that I've seen. But okay. um, he looks more like a real person than the super cartoony, I got you. you know, comic Joker. And the last but not least, the one that I'm most excited about is Spawn. Ooh. Really? Spawn, yeah. yeah. Spawn is the first official confirmed. I wonder if they own some of these already or if they're just contracting with these people and, and licensing these old characters. That's oh, cool. I don't know. Spawn's the first um, officially confirmed Mortal Kombat 11 guest. And okay. many fans are uh, certainly excited to see his legendary comic book character as an MK11 DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, how is Terminator not a guest? I don't know if he's been on. There's been maybe he's been in before on the last one. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, but I don't feel like I've seen him in the other ones. I feel like I would have because well, I, I haven't played the last even, couple. Even the at newer least, ones, so. I go back and at least watch the finishing moves just to see what they. I got you. Done with him, you know. Mm-hmm. But now listen to this. Um, Spawn's release date has not been available, but they're thinking his release date is going to be March twenty second, twenty twenty. Or twenty seventh, excuse me. So we got a little time to wait for Spawn. Yeah, yeah. So but it shows that excited. it shows that they have a long term plan for this game, right? Um, for growth, growth of the game and the life of the game. So that's good. I feel like yeah. fighting games need that. You know, uh, that's one mm-hmm. thing that's fighting games seem to lose that longevity sometimes. Yeah, I'd yeah. Like I think they're. Out. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. That's what I was saying. I think they're making some adjustments a little bit. They're kind of catching on to the you know the releasing of download content and the uh you know kind of keeping you intrigued by adding this and adding this right watching I think everybody all else that do is, it and kind of figuring right. it out now mm-hmm. in, re- in reality i mean i haven't heard as much news about a moral combat in years until this one and 11 has just been doing well and staying up near the top of the game list mm-hmm. and so they've definitely done some things better with it yeah so that article i just read I got some updated stuff already. I was looking mm-hmm. further down in there. Um, they it said in the article that they're excited to see what his comic book would come to life as. Well, they already have released the render of what Spawn oh, really? is going to look like. It's incredibly detailed, and people are excited to get their hands on them. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to wait till March twenty fourth of uh, next year. Okay. Dang. Okay. Dang. That's all right though. So we'll wait. It'll be here for you know it. If you have wonder how long they'll have between them. games. You know, if they're still releasing characters March, they must be waiting more than just year to year for a new Mortal Kombat, Mortal which Kombat. they always have, I think. Yeah. Right, and I think like what you said, since they're kind of taking advantage of this new age thing of gaming and adding things as they go, they mm-hmm. may be able to stretch it even longer. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would really like to get my hands on that. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard yeah. great things about it. Me neither. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, so. So next on my list... Clinton, are you good for me to go into the next one, or are we yeah. want to jump around? Okay. Um, I mean, next... I'm, I'm down with whatever you guys want to do. Okay. Um, I think I can get through this pretty fast. Okay. Um, next on my list is PUBG, and not a lot of news on PUBG, but we did, I just wanted to read a little bit about uh, PUBG's plans for cross-platform. Um, okay. PUBG's, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Get With The Times. It's Players Unknown Battleground. Um, it's a, uh, a shooter, uh, multiplayer shooter online where you can, uh, play the battle Royale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've tried, we've tried a little bit of this out and we've been dominated every time we've tried yeah. it. Right. Yes. In every game, well, so Apex, spent. Fortnite, PUBG, doesn't matter. 
I've actually yeah. done. I did better in Apex than I did in PUBG. Yeah, yeah. I didn't just yeah. die. You know what I mean? We I need get to a get, couple we kills. We need to get on there and give it another good college try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But PUBG is bringing its uh, gaming to PlayStation Four and Xbox One audience together with cross-platform play, alongside the release of uh, new Season Four. Players really? from both consoles will perf- uh, sorry. Players from both console platforms will have the option to play with each other in the same matchmaking pool. Wow! Really? This so this see is this is huge... this is that whole PlayStation Xbox thing we've been talking about. Yep. This weird yep. dynamic yep. going on right now. I They're love hooking it. it up. Um, well, and you know when huge... we were playing PUBG, we noticed we played with a lot of like Asian and yeah. people from other countries, mm-hmm. and so I think yeah, their yeah. servers had slowed down a little bit too. So it's probably a good move for them to combine them you know right everybody play together and it says they said on here let me read it so i'm correct but they acted like it's going to be faster to queue up too yeah it Um, should be when you're waiting you're gonna have a bigger player base pool Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. this is a huge boost for the console community uh drastically widening the player's base and adding a whole new level of competition once the system goes live later this year matches will feature 100 players from the PS4 and Xbox One servers, allowing for much faster queue times. Sweet. So, okay. it'll kick off August 27th, a long season four. I wonder. I wonder if that means you you probably can't party up with someone from PlayStation, like on your squad. You can no, probably only play against no, another squad you, from PlayStation. You, no, I don't know. You probably can, because on Fortnite, you think so? on Fortnite, I could on my PC, I could team up with. Someone on PlayStation or someone on Xbox. Really? Still, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It, yeah. just, it just shows that they're actually on Xbox. Like, it'll say they're part of Xbox, yeah. you're part of PC. I do remember that now. It just defines the difference, so. Huh. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. That's mm. different. I like it. Now, that's I may have informed you. For some reason, it says this It says this feature will kick off August 27th along with Season 4, but then later down here, it says cross-platform play will be available to test in the servers in late September before hitting the servers in early October. Okay. Maybe so, maybe it means season four starts October. Or I mean August season, 20, August twenty seventh. Season four starts August twenty seventh. And, yeah. then, and um, then the cross platform starts. Yeah. Beta beta testing in September you said? Uh huh. Okay. Um so yeah. It, it it this is a cool thing too. In addition to the excuse me. In addition to the cross platform play um, the PS4 and Xbox One games of PUBG will be receiving updates um, much faster than they used to. They'll okay. be launching okay. much faster uh, in um, in accordance to how fast PC gets it. Is what I'm saying. Okay. So right. this, yeah, this be, makes sense because they're going to have to make less servers that uh, yeah are specific so to be, each console. So it says it'll be in within a two week period. So once mm-hmm. it's released on PC, you'll have it within the two weeks. The way that was worded was like you can play with PS4 players if you want. Mm -hmm. Like you can still play on non-PS4 servers like just Mm -hmm. Xbox or just PS4. Or you can play a mixed server. That's the way that sounded, which is kind of interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they – what options, filter options they have in their system. Yep. Yeah, that's good. And if you don't know how the the seasons work, of course it's like Fortnite um, Mm -hmm. and all those things where you have to pay your – uh, in in game coin to keep mm-hmm. up with the um, 
with the battle pass, which yeah. allows you to unlock different things as you level up. So that is the latest on PUBG, ladies and gentlemen. I'm yeah. excited to see how this goes. And if it does go very well, you know, what impact is that going to have on the decision to start opening this up for more games? Yeah. Um, I think so. I think it'll only be good, good things. Okay, Marvel Avengers came out with a tutorial gameplay demo. And this is different than the um, teaser trailer that we saw a couple months back, whenever that was, mm -hmm. we reviewed it on here. But it kind of follows the same guidelines and then takes you into this tutorial gameplay demo. And that's a lot to say, tutorial gameplay demo. And the reason mm -hmm. it's worded that way is because they want you to know, like, this is the gameplay for you to see how all of our characters are going to work. Mm -hmm. um, right. It's not really deep into the mission. So right. from what I understood reading this and watching it is that, um, you know, don't watch this and that it's so shallow because it's not like what a full mission is going to be, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what they're saying. It's I, just I, a demo, an example yeah, of what it's going to look like. It, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics have unveiled the full 19-minute Marvel's Avengers demo, showcasing the tutorial gameplay previously screened at E3 and San Diego Comic-Con. And so, let me see here. It follows it follows every person that it showed in that original trailer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's, you know, the, uh, main, the main Avengers. I don't know if that's going to be it for what we have. Mm -hmm. That's just going to be the players you play with for the game. Um, I would imagine, or maybe they're going to do something cool and, you know, pull somebody that you weren't expecting out. But you got um, Iron Man, Captain America. The I'll whole... tell you what, the graphics look good and it looks pretty smooth. They do, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thor, Black... Thor looks fun to play already. So even, Black Widow, Thor. So, so mm -hmm. even if people aren't excited about the voice work, the voice actors, I mean, it, this gameplay is looking looks right. really good. You know, I wrote some, some things I liked about it. Uh, I think the fighting style is pretty cool. Uh, it is different enough between um, between the players uh, to mm -hmm. to kind of get you know a feel of oh I'm Thor right now. It's not just a beat him up and everybody feels the same, right? Mm -hmm. um, right. The atmosphere and surrounding looks good. You do feel like you're in an open world in that mm -hmm. in that video, um, and the character uniqueness and their graphics and the way that they've been detailed looks good. Mm -hmm. um, some of the Agreed. dislikes I saw, uh, and you know, you guys may not have the volume on uh, Ryan, and you can't get past this. We've already talked about it. It is kind of off-putting to sit there and watch these characters that you've watched in the Marvel Cinematic be different looking, mm -hmm. and they sound different, which you can't get past that. We talked about that. They're not going to pay all these huge guys right. to sit in and do the video game. They're just not going right. to do it. Well, with um, a long-term plan with this being a story, not an MMO, but... You know, a big group, story-driven, we're all going to go through together and play. It's, yeah, but I mean, haven't... It's going to be harder to keep those actors around later on, too, of something. Right. Like this whole Spider-Man deal going down right now. Well, that kind of screws right. you, you know. I mean, and haven't you guys stuff. played the Lego games? Or, you know what I mean? When you play Lego Star Wars or Lego Marvel or Lego, it's not the real characters, you know? Yeah. They right. don't look I, I, anything right. like the real characters. I know this isn't Lego, but I, it's like... You still well, end up having a blast. You I think like the I think the argument with this is like Thor looks like Thor from the movie, mm -hmm. to an extent. He has the same suit and things like that. Um, yeah, that's true. So maybe, you know, some well, people just feel like the, the the actual outfits and stuff look like from the movie. It's just the character yeah. faces and the Are voice different. acting is different, and so it's a little. Right. Here's my thing: is I would have even been. I think it would have made me feel. And like like I said, this is not a deal breaker. This, this this is like I'm gonna play this game. It looks good, 
but right. like finding some people whose voices are similar. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't make the character look like them, to have the voice very similar would almost resonate with the fan. Right. You know? Well, let me and ask so, you this. You were really big on the new Spider-Man game that came out last year, um, or earlier in the year. What right. What about that didn't bother you about the current Spider-Man in the MCU universe? I think it did at first. Mm-hmm. Right. But after I played through the game and got the content and the story and all that, it changed it for me. Okay. Um, yeah. And then to to be honest, how many Spider-Mans is there? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Right. There's been a, a handful, whereas, you know, you could argue that, well, there's been a couple Hulks, but we're talking about, we're talking right. about in our generation successful right now. Yeah. Marvel right. Universe. Yeah, there's really only been one right. Iron Man and one, one Captain, Captain America. America. One, you yeah. know, right. yeah. yeah. So it's a little different there for me. Personally, mm-hmm. I don't you know, so that that varies for, but like I said, not a deal breaker. It's just kind of offsetting at first, and it's one mm-hmm. of those things that you're just gonna have to get past. And I think with good gameplay, you will. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so, and, and, and right now, from what I've seen on the trailer, I checked it out with my daughter the other night, and we watched the full trailer because she likes um, Iron Man, she likes Hulk. Those are her two big mm-hmm. ones from what was shown in the trailer. Um, so far with the demo, it looks really smooth. Mm-hmm looks real smooth and so the idea of if i can team up with my buddies and a campaign right. on that it's gonna be freaking right. sweet yeah it looks pretty you know? fun it but, looks it looks fun there's one more there's a couple more things that um not really i say is a dislike but it's a concern for me not a dislike um that i i think that i was just looking at through the trailer i think that some of the voice acting is cheesy like like i was gonna say that stuff. would bother me more and the cheesy so, would bother me more you you have to get this this and I think we've seen it in superhero games. You have to get the line right of being classic superhero cheesy and like too cheesy. Like you're right. not gonna get through this. You're not gonna stop. Like there's only so much of that before it's like this is kind of right. lame. Yeah, right. You know, and and sometimes that can come from them trying to be like the movie. Right. Tony Stark right. needs to be like um, um, what's his name? Uh, God, I can't believe I just lost his name. Robert Downey Robert, Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wants to be that. And it's like, no, there is only one Robert Downey Jr. Like, right. And right. I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even going towards like, uh, sounding like them anymore. Like mm-hmm. forget that. But just the con, like the, well, I'm saying the, sh- yeah, I know I'm saying the character, kind of the one liners and stuff like that, that are yeah, over yeah. the top. So, yeah. so like, for instance, if you guys are listening to this podcast, go on YouTube, watch the video I'm talking about. And in one point in particular, I'm going to out, watch Black Widow's fight with, uh, I forgot his name already, the, the villain, right? Mm-hmm. And just sit there and listen to everything she says while they're fighting. And at the end of that fight, think, do I feel powerful as, <laughs> like, do I feel <laughs> right. like I'm yeah. just ready to kick the world's butt? Like, because it's just a little bit, che- you know, like, I can see, like, there's one point where she's like, I can see that you're copying my colleagues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, like classic, like, cartoony yeah, like I'm yeah, watching yeah, an Avengers cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can, I can tell what you're gonna do next because you're not original or something. It's just kind of like that. Less words in a battle are more sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You get, like when you watch those, uh, um, like you guys said, when we watch the Marvel movies, when they're in the thick of battle, they're not doing stuff like that. They they may have a funny remark here and there, but it's right. It's just just tightening that up, I guess. For yeah, me. I hear what you're but, saying. Um, I'm not gonna go on that forever because it's. It's yeah. not that important. It's really not. But I think what's going to... Um, one more thing. Uh, the fighting styles, I like how they're different. But I think we're also going to have to be careful on, like... 
Thor's like sick. He's bringing down lightning. Um, and he's throwing his hammer and pinning people up against the wall with it. And then mm-hmm. the clip of Iron Man was him flying through the air and shooting lasers out of his hands, and that was it. It's like you yeah. gotta. There's gonna have to be some balance there, um, right. to bring out you know. And he had a couple different things where their bombs are bigger, and he had a blast that sent some stuff back. But mm-hmm. you just right, have it just to be didn't careful. feel as dynamic. Yeah, you have to be careful to to make all these guys dynamic in their own way and be pumped to play with that person every time. Well, hopefully they this, make scenarios in the sense that like okay this is where you need spider-man mm-hmm, like yeah in this scenario thor is not going to mm-hmm. get this done you get what i'm saying and right. in, a, in a simple way that's the way the lego universe does things and it's like there's right. some things you can't do if you're whole because mm-hmm. you're dumb you know what i mean right. there's things you can't right. do mm-hmm. unless you're uh bruce banner or unless you have gotten spider-man you're not going to be able to grab this thing that's up high and go up to this ledge mm-hmm. this is kind of a i'd like that in an adult style game would be cool if it's right. like well this right. part of the mission we're not even going to be able to complete because we're not playing with these characters we'll have to come back yeah. to that mm-hmm. right. i'd love that yeah so it looks good trey looks good i'm pumped up i think for me what's going to make or break this game is the story i really mm-hmm. do yeah i think what's going to make or break it is a story because um, it looks like it's got some meat behind it. it. It shows in the trailer that half the city looks like it's in ruins. They lost a lot of people because of something that happened. And so it looks like there's going to be a redemption story for the superheroes. I want to see them... Um, it's going to have to like execute on a level of making you feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. To, to, yeah, get you pulled in. So you kind of have that movie or or reading a book vibe. It actually pulls you into the story, right. not just like playing these, a story mode. It's hard, hard, hard to live up to what we just went through in the Marvel Universe with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was great. So I'm not asking for that, obviously, in a game, but get there close. Have a good story that you, people are right. going to be involved in mm-hmm. and get invested in. And if not, this is not going to... It's not going to go over as, as good as it should. So. And it's and this looks like a good try at that whole multiplayer Marvel Universe. We haven't really had any successful uh, multiplayer games based in the Marvel Universe. Well, no, you got to go all the way back to uh, that game that used to come free with PlayStation. People mm-hmm. really liked it a lot, that top-down, you know, where mm-hmm. you play. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got the different superheroes. The yeah. Avengers That's games. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that called? It was a Marvel's Heroes game. I know what you're talking yeah. about. But That's what it was like called. A... That's what it was called, Marvel's Heroes. Yeah, I think yeah. that is what it was. Yep. And and it, that was another game where like, well, I was disappointed as a kid because I didn't know it was gonna be a top down. I thought you were actually right. Yeah, neither like, did I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't but know the either. trailer was when really I, good. <laughs> yeah. When I got it, I was like, all right, I can work with this. But it got so monotonous and got repetitive. to the point where it's like, yeah, repetitive mm-hmm. and and like the, I don't know, the attacks and everything seems so similar that. Yeah. Anyways, that this is far from that, but you, you, we're just gonna have to see how it unfolds. Um, so I'm pumped. I am. I'm really pumped for it. Um, I'm a Marvel guy and I'm sickened by what, um, Clinton was talking about with Spider-Man. Sony and and Disney going at it. But I think I've, I heard some, some news this, this week that might shine some light on that. We can talk about that later though. Yes. Not even. Hopefully they'll work out something. It seems like too big of a deal for Disney to just be like, okay, well we're, you know. And same thing with I think Sony. it was a I think there was a power play made. I yeah. think is what it was. Oh yeah. 
I think Sony yeah. was showing you. Hey, and the, Sony's going to win. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. <laughs> I think, no, I think that they're coming. I think that they did it together. I think, I know it sounds weird, but I think that they've. To pump up the whole Spider Man thing? It could be. No, it could be a publicity. I heard that I think that Marvel wanted Venom. Uh, and they didn't have Venom. And, and so. Sony, okay. So they, Sony took them back and they're going to work out something where they can half it and take both of them. Mm. Okay. I'm and down that's with that. what I mean by power play. And I hope it works out that so way. So Tom, just... Tom Hardy stays, hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. And, and Tom I'm more, Holland. Yeah, or... I'm more about Tom Holland. I think he's yeah. done a great job as Spider-Man. Yeah, so, I really um, like Venom, too. I mean, we've never yeah. talked about it, but yeah, that was yeah. surprisingly good. The story was good. Yes. The acting was good. Hey, you know what Anywho. else is good? It's your what? portion of the news. That's yeah, right. It is good. <laughs> so I'm going to start that off. With uh, the game we've talked about before, it's got our uh, long-haired, bearded friend from the zombie apocalypse called The Walking Dead, Daryl. Mm-hmm. His real name, his real name, Clint will know because he's one of those guys. <laughs> Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah Norman Reedus, yep. which sounds like a girl name. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Norman. That's why I never. Norman's yeah, I know, but I hear when Clint says it because of his country. I hear Norma Reedus. It's a country Norma. singer. Oh, yeah, Norma. some girl. Okay, you hear Norma. Yeah, her name's okay. Norma Reedus. Yeah. Gotcha. That's why I never remember it. Anywho, he's in the game, and not just the character doesn't just look like him. It's his voice. It's his acting. He's the main guy. You've heard of this game, uh, Death Stranding. First preview looked really good, just weird. I remember if you guys have watched the original preview, you're like, what is this? He's seeing these creatures that are in like an alternate you know, universe where we, maybe they're invisible or we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then we got to see like this gameplay trailer, which like added all kinds of dynamics to the game, like all kinds of tools and this extended buildable ladders. And it was just like, I don't know what we're doing. It just kind of threw me for a loop. What's the heck is this baby? You know, we started seeing this baby and we're all going, what the heck is this? What is the story? What is this game? What is mm-hmm. it about? I get it. We got Norman Reedus in it and you guys are putting a lot of money into it. But What's what is next? this about? Right. And uh, they've, they've just been tight on that thing mm. until uh, now. So they finally let a couple previews out at GamesCon. Uh, the previews answer a couple different questions. One, who is Baby? What is Or what is this other world? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or what are these creatures type thing? And two, uh, what the freak is the baby? Okay. <laughs> right. It's very weird. It's very weird. So you get the impression like it's maybe he's protecting this baby in the early previews, like his mm-hmm. mission is the baby. Right. Um, what we realize now is is there's another character who shows up in the in the game. Okay. Anyways, it's a girl character who we haven't seen. She shows up in the game. Uh, in the preview, you guys, you guys can watch the trailer. Uh, Norman Reedus' character walks up. He notices over in this corner, like the light kind of go dim. He notices over in this corner this little baby who is see-through, like the creatures that we've been seeing in the other previews. Right. Mm-hmm. And she goes, don't worry, it's okay. Anyways, this baby comes over and crawls down onto her to her arms, and she's holding it and comforting it, and then she, like, sends it back. She's like, okay, it's gone now. And then she's talking about how the baby can't actually breastfeed, but she's having to basically pump because it helps with the pain and helps with her milk and her boobs. <laughs> it's really weird mm-hmm. preview. And... uh Basically, it's okay. 
she had this stillborn child and this is actually the child's soul so mm. the soul of the creatures who live in this world live on even when they die here so the premise is that this world is actually the world of the dead that we're in and that mm. world is the world of the living mm. and so her, she lost her kid but didn't want to lose her kid so she still is finding a way to contact the soul on the other side does that make sense so Characters dead? No, Norman. Well, we're all alive here, but we, we like we think we're alive, but really we're living in the dead world. Because when you die here, you're gone. So this mm. is kind of like, to where when you're there, it's got this vibe like you live forever. That's where the souls are. So, so it'd be like, like just like just like Christians kind of believe right yeah. now is not really life. Heaven is life. You know, eternal is life. But they're both in the same realm. Real. Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So the so spiritual is the real world. This world is the dead world. Okay. Okay, so that tells us, okay, that's what the premise of these two worlds are. Mm -hmm. And why, what's the big deal with the baby, if that makes sense, okay. right? She lost okay. a baby, this kind of thing. Well, that's not the baby that's on his back, though, because obviously her baby's dead, and that baby's not, right? But he's just saving babies that are dying. <laughs> no, this is the weird thing. We, in the previews early on, we kind of think that his connection to these creatures is because he's special, right? He's some mm -hmm. kind of special person. He's not. The babies are special. So basically, these babies are taken from moms that are dead. Instead of being stillborn and letting them die, their moms are dead, and the babies are taken, and they think they're still in the dead mom. They're kept alive, and they think they're in the dead mom. So because they think they're in the dead mom, they're connected to that soul world because mm -hmm. the dead mom is in that soul world. So really, the baby is the portal. If that makes sense. World. To the to soul world, right. Right. So, so we're it's actually babies to use as portals. Exactly. To save ourselves. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Some kind of premise like this. We don't know much more other than we know he's got this baby, and the baby is how he sees those creatures and okay. how he mm. sees the other world and how he connects with it. Is the baby is the equipment. Problem okay. is, he obviously sees the baby as a baby because he's connected with this lady who's lost her kid, right? And so there's this dynamic of the corporation he's working with saying, you know, mm, they've got about a year and then the baby's going to expire. You know what I mean? Right, we're going to have to take the baby. Seized. Yeah, we're going to have to take the baby off line and then you'll just get a new baby to finish the mission. And you can tell he's kind of like not vibing with that. Like, okay, so we've got the evil corporation. Yeah. Right. Not being. So it looks point. good. The storyline is developing. Very interesting. Very We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Weird. But we know a whole lot more about the game now, at least the premise of what the heck it even is about. You know? So if you guys yeah. were wondering, watch those. There's two previews that came out with Games Gone. They're both different. They both tell a lot. So check those out. I love, love, love those styles of games and movies. I love being like, I have no idea Me what's too. going on mm -hmm. until yep. the end and it all connects. I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I like not knowing when I jump. Like, I'm glad that they're not just saying... Here you go. Yep. Right. You know, it's the same thing they do. Yeah, I want just like, enough like info comedy, to be intrigued. Like a comedy, they give you all the funny jokes in the trailer. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, you go watch that. the comedy, and you're like, it wasn't funny because I've already heard all the jokes. Yep, right. every single big punchline. Mm -hmm. And if you can fit them all in the trailer, it wasn't a very good comedy anyways, I guess. But... Mm -hmm. I guess so. Okay, uh, next game over at Gamescom, which we've all heard about. We've been pumped about. We've talked about it. And that's uh, Gears 5. 
Yes, I said Ooh, Gears 5 yeah. because what I think is cool is that game developers kind of take a hint, right? It's been called Gears of War. We all say Gears 3, mm-hmm. Gears 2, Gears 1. Mm-hmm. So they just named this one Gears 5. They skipped the whole <laughs> finally got the Gears program. of War. Yep, yep. So it's just Gears 5. Um, we've got our original character uh, that's that's always up in there. Uh, what's his name? Marcus, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. He's going to be there, but he's not your main character in the campaign. Your main okay. character in campaign that's going to be taking the spotlight is a new character named Kate Diaz. Okay, she's a girl. That's where and he's as we, from. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And as we know here, the uh, they've already been kind of doing the multiplayer, letting people test that out, if I remember right. That opened up a couple mm-hmm. weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And so the whole game's not out, but it's some of that. We've... We've heard on top of that that there is a beta. Uh, there is a what do you call it? During the beta testing for the multiplayer, we've heard that there's going to be a horde mode, which would be like zombies and mm-hmm. whatever. You know, you guys all know what horde mode is. It's survival. You can call yeah. it whatever you want. It's the it's that you know wave after wave after wave. How long can we make this thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess there's going to be a whole horde mode in Gears of War Five, and the first preview uh, came out for that, which. Okay, the horde mode's cool, but the big news that we got for Gears 5 is not the horde mode. Uh, but I think we've got the release date, too. Let me see. I'll get back to that. No, September 10th, 2019. Okay. So they did come out, let us know exactly what the release date is. I think we already knew that, but I wanted to make sure to throw that at you guys instead. Mm-hmm. Right now, we found out. You got that, that video ready? Yep. Or are you already playing it? It's playing. These guys have different abilities now. Each different character. So during horde mode, each person is not the same. Okay? So one guy you're going to see pop up on the preview, he's got airstrike, meaning mm-hmm. he can call in airstrike. That one's simple, right? Uh, another one, which is the girl Kate, she's got can you see me? Now you see me, now you don't. Basically, mm-hmm. she can turn invisible. Go in, smoke some people like an assassin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another guy. Basically, he's a hacker. I forget yep. what they call that mode. Let me hijack, see here. Jack, they call it hijack. hijack. Yeah. Yep, hijack. Jack. Jack is his name, but hijack is the ability. Basically, exactly. he can take over different equipment, uh, you know, sneak into their area, or take over their equipment, and then smoke them from the inside. And then you've got uh, X-Ray, which mm-hmm. is basically he can see through objects, where enemies are coming from, when they're behind walls. If there's a group of them coming, he can tell the other guys. So I really like the dynamic of, okay, we got Horde. We've had Horde. Everybody does survival. It's fun. Some people really love it. I have fun with it for a while, usually, but I don't usually get, like, some people play it like it's the whole game. They just love survival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that there's a dynamic of we each have different abilities now because right. you're more dependent on me, and, and it's not just like I'm the best guy. I'm just mm-hmm. this guy, and I'm better at doing it. And it's like, no, now you need me and I need you and each of our different skills are going to attribute to us being successful in Horde, if that okay. makes sense. I think that's a pretty cool dynamic. I think that's I think that's new. I haven't come across a game that has, you know, other than you could pick different perks and stuff, right? Call of Duty and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. It doesn't feel the same as this does. No, I don't know. Uh, the did graphics. You, did you notice the end of the trailer? What was at the very end? I think I did, but a character you tell me. about Terminator, yeah. Yeah. There's a character pack for Terminator, the Terminator movie Dark Fate, the new one coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't got, see that. They've got one of the Terminator robots and the mom from the original. 
And then, oh, that wasn't in the article I was reading here either. That nothing yeah, I saw they, on well, Tech they Radar. Just, they just showed it up in this at the end of the trailer here on the YouTube. Ah, the nice. Mom, and the then mom ha- from the original. Yeah, and then they got Halo Reach. So it looks Sarah like um, looks like one of the both of them are like the robot suits from from Halo. Cool. It's like Master Chief actually. But anyway, the graphics look pretty dang good too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gears is kind of Gears doesn't usually push the graphics mm-hmm. to be honest. Because their gameplay is so, so heavy, the fighting style yeah. and all that stuff is so heavy. But this looks like they really stepped up the graphics from the last Gears of War, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe I haven't played since three. But to me, when I was watching it, I was like, "This looks really good. Like it yeah. looks like a lot of fun." I don't think I uh, played since the first one. Oh really? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I loved the first three. I played all three yeah. of them, and I think yeah, I was out when four hard. came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. So can't wait to get on that one. That's another game that's like, you know, for sure want to get my hands on. Oh, yeah. Uh, next is is a different one. Well, no, I'm not going to go to that one yet. I'm going to go over to The Witcher. We've talked about Witcher 3 before. Mm-hmm. We know that it's coming over to Switch, but we had some questions about how dumbed down is it going to get, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, the graphics are dumbed down. Simple as that, because The Witcher was a great-looking game. They've had to take, take them way back, but... What they did is they didn't cut anything out of the game mm. from what I see here. A lot of people expected that some features of the game or some, uh, you know, kind of in-depth things about the game would be lost. Maybe download content, things like right, that, because too, because some of the download. What, what Switch right. can handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've got to be able to play it, you know, on the go, on your Switch, not just, mm-hmm. you know, when you're at home. And... Uh, but they have announced that it's going to have all the download stuff, all the uh, even the extensive bigger uh, download contents that have come out that have added a lot to the game. Everything's going to be included, and we have a, a release date for The Witcher 3 on the Switch. That's going to be October 15th, mm. 2019. So, not mm. too far away. Nice. Not if too you're far a, away at all. Now, if you're a fan of The Witcher 3 and you've been wanting to play it on the go, I, I think this is going to be by far, from what I know, the most in-depth um modern style game that's made it to the switch mm-hmm. that you can actually carry around with you and play a full version of the game like that. And that's the perfect so, kind of game. Cause it's a single player RPG. Yep. It's mm-hmm. got so much in depthness to it. You can just go with you wherever you go. Right. Those are That'd perfect. be like carrying around, uh, uh, God of war. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. the same vibe mm-hmm. and the switch players don't really get that outside of things like, you know, Zelda, I guess, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and so that's pretty pretty cool. People are pumped about that. Um, and then my last one, last but not least, actually I think it's, I wouldn't say it's the top news, but it's the most from left field for me. I, never, I haven't heard about this game. Some people have. Mm-hmm. Most of you probably have not. It's uh, Disintegration. Okay? And when I saw the name Disintegration, my mind heard disintegrating, like something It's disintegrating. It's not. It's Disintegration, meaning non-integrating um when you watch the trailer and you learn about the game you'll find out this game is based in a world where the flesh part of humanity has been left behind for upgrades everything has been integrated into mechanical and robotic um basically what would you call that uh enhancement like human enhancement yeah to the point to where you, you you're you're pretty much a full robot the only thing that's human that's left is your mind. 
You know mm-hmm. who you are. That's it. But you're mm-hmm. a robot. Okay. If that makes sense. And so uh, the vibe of the game is that that's, uh, you know, you're kind of on the cusp of they're about to lose humanity. They've pushed okay. this too far. The preview gives you the vibe that, you know, always throw out the old, get the new. That's what the mm-hmm. guy's talking about during the preview. It's almost like if, it's, if you were a human born into the world, they right. would automatically start changing you out even though right. you're fine. Yeah, yeah it, it's got the vibe that there aren't humans left. Like oh. this is how we live now. Okay. Um, and that there may be, maybe from the preview, it doesn't give you a bunch, maybe you're on the cusp of we're not sure if human even exists anymore. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, which hopefully that plays into the storyline really well. Mm-hmm. I can't tell the, the preview that they left out, that they put out, is for the multiplayer portion of this game. Um, and the multiplayer looks really good. This is a uh, first-person shooter, kind of, meaning you can call it a first-person shooter, but it's really a, uh, what do you call that, real-time strategy game. Okay, And so it's like you've got you, and it is from first person, but you're in basically these little hover jets that mm-hmm. fly around. They're a lot more mobile than a tank. They're faster than a tank. They turn differently than a tank. Essentially, they're a tank, though. So you're not okay. running around as a person. Okay. You're running around as this tank that's just for the lack of people who know the kind of games I'm talking about. You can imagine yeah. better if you know it's a tank. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, you're controlling your own squad that you've hand-selected. They're on the ground fighting, and they've got different abilities and skills, and you're fighting it out. While you're fighting, too, you're able to shoot. You've got different things mm-hmm. to do, okay. but the main thing you're doing is controlling these guys and telling them what to do, when, and where, all at the same time. So it's kind of a first-person shooter meets... with an RTS. Yes. Yeah. So it's okay. a very different platform. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. The premise of it, the premise of the uh, campaign looks good. It is a single-player campaign, which is hard to get me juiced up about a single-player campaign. I'm a multiplayer co-op kind of guy, mm-hmm. but this looks like it's going to be good, and it looks like the multiplayer it has got about a 15-hour single-player campaign, which is big mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. And then, well, for these kind of games, for first-person shooters, it's big. And then the uh, multiplayer is supposed to be pretty in-depth. It's pretty big. Um and if you, I don't know if you pulled up a preview for it or not. I don't think I told you to. No, I don't have one. But people can. I'm almost done talking about it, so you don't need to right now. That's fine. I'm trying to think if, if there was anything else that jumped out to me about it. Graphics, to me, from the preview, didn't look phenomenal, to be honest. It looked good, but it didn't look like that, that's not what the game's about, which most of those mm-hmm. uh, role-play style like that they're mm-hmm. not it's not, they're not really all about the graphics yeah uh, this now, is made by one this, of the co-partners that made halo so and it's got still, some of the same vibe to it this is still kind of early development too right like they probably don't uh, have the final you know they're well not. they've they've released a couple full full length gameplay trailers oh okay. so yeah so at that point usually you're pretty yeah, you're pretty polished. In it you're pretty point. far into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So I think, I mean, it doesn't look bad. Don't take it that way when you guys look. It doesn't look bad. It looks good for the kind of game that it is, but it doesn't look like you're playing Call of Duty or, you know, one of these modern first-person shooters. It's it's yeah. not. It's a little more like uh, Apex Legends. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the way it looks a little bit. Um, but it looks like a very interesting game. 
definitely wanted to see what, what happens with it and what people think about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the way they did their preview. If you haven't seen the very original preview for it, it's a guy talking, and you're only like slowly learning he's a robot. First you see his hand, then okay. you see his arm, and then it you finally get to see his face, and you see, oh, he's full-on robot. He's not like a cyborg. Okay. And so it was, it was a really well-done preview. Like Hopefully it. the game is as good as the preview. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's definitely my last be, one. Definitely be worth keeping up and, and checking out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, right. yeah. Well, they I'm, did put out some other news we didn't hit on, too, and that Clint's not going to hit on, I don't think. Watch Dogs Legion, there was a little bit more news that came out for that. Modern Warfare, yeah. a little bit more news that came out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Final Fantasy remake for seven. Mm-hmm. there was some news that came out for that. So if you guys are interested in some of these other things, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Luigi's Mansion, these are all real good games mm-hmm. that are... Yeah, there's things no... that we've talked about in the past. We just didn't want to hit on every single game during right, the show, but game. there was some yeah. more news at Gamescon, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, Go online, look it up. We, we just had so much stuff uh, popping this past week. It was like dry spell, oh, yeah. and then boom, all of a sudden everything at once, you know? Yep. Uh, <laughs> sometimes that's the way life happens, though. Um, I know last week we talked about Cyberpunk 277 coming to Stadia. Um, I did just want to kind of reiterate that it is coming. Um, but also, uh, people were asking about the multiplayer stuff, because as of right now, we know it's just single player. Um, they did say that um, that right now they have a small team working on a research and development into the potential mode. Um, but right now their focus still is just on the single player experience, but mm-hmm. uh, that they are looking into it. So, um, wanted you guys to be aware of that. Uh, the other thing, um, another thing going to Switch is going to be the Ori and the Blind Forest game that we talked. I think we talked a little bit about the sequel to it for E3, um, but this is the original. Um, but yeah, so this game is going to be coming over to Nintendo uh, on September twenty seventh. Okay. So we can look forward to seeing that. Um, so that should be pretty fun for people to play. I, you know, I think it looks looks fun. It. I feel like that game, Nintendo Switch, it would be good for that. It's a good port to that, since it is kind of a platformer, or it is yeah. a platformer, I should say. So uh, another game that I was going to talk quickly about is Need for Speed Heat. Um, during the during the show, IGN went and checked them out, and um, some of the things they they noted uh, for detail wise uh, in that game, you can check out the trailer for it. Graphics look really good. Um, of course, all the Need for Speed games they always look good as far as graphics goes. I feel like right, so they yeah, they do games. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a companion app that's going to let you modify your cars. So, sounds like probably for your Android or for your iPhone or you know, um, whatever, uh, you know, phone you're using, you're going to be able to load up an app and actually modify your cars on the go. Hmm. Um, they're going to have uh, character customization. Uh, there's going to be a day night system that's going to affect police behavior. So it's going to affect um, how they deal with, uh, coming after you. Um, your cars are going to have health bars in this one. That's cool. Okay. Yep. And, uh, you can't play as a cop on this one. So that's not going to be an option um, for the game. 
But they did say um, after the brief time with IGN's Dell Driver um, said that it feels like the greatest hits album rather than a unique take for Need for Speed. So kind of a blend of everything they've done right in the other games. which That's cool. Yeah. As long but, as it's got kind of its own thing too, I think that people, not that nostalgia is kind of like the thing right now, even though it kind of is. Um, yeah. The idea of, oh, man, you know, you get a game and it's like, gosh, why did they take that out? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, I love that about it. I wish they would have kept that in this game. Mm-hmm. To take that and kind of go, hey, we're going to take all this stuff that you guys have liked the most mm-hmm. and put it in a game. That sounds Smart. good. Like, I think yeah. I think when I was full on into Call of Duty, I would love it if they did that. Yeah, yeah. If they took all the good things from the Call of Duties I loved and put it all in one Just game. Smash it into one thing. I'd be like, oh, finally, finally. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, real quick, I played the alpha of the new one. Yeah. It looks oh, yeah? good, guys. It yeah. looks really? good. Yeah. It, it looks good. I thought you it's, weren't going to drink that soda, Clint. Oh, I'm Yeah, Clinton, get out of there. Um, it's It looks, the graphics are different. It, to, Black Ops and stuff has kind of gone towards a cartoony look, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of pulled back from that. It looks real. I like that. Like I like back Modern to Warfare. World of World at War. Yeah, that so kind of had a very real vibe to it, and so did Modern Warfare, and I like those a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, another game we're going to talk about, guys, is De- uh, Dead by Daylight. Is another game that uh, they're still just churning out the content. Um, mm-hmm. This game was known for you know, it's basically puts I believe it what six people is it six people Hunter? Correct me if I'm wrong. Dead by Daylight's kind there. of like last year, the Nightmare. Yeah, or like Friday the 13th, right. all that stuff. Yeah, but I haven't got to play the Dead by Daylight with you yet. I think I just played last yeah, year. Yeah, it's the like Nightmare. six players right? in, a, in a smaller map, and then yeah. you have one okay. guy who's trying to kill you. Right, and you're trying okay. to escape the map. Um, and so in the past, they've included uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger. They've had Scream's Ghostface, which we talked about here on the show before. Um, they mm-hmm. have Halloween's Michael Myers. You know, um, so they brought some pretty um, notable characters to the game to kind of give you some, you know, something different than the, just their killers or their characters. Right. The game. Um, but a new one that they're announcing is uh, Stranger Things is going to be coming to Dead by Daylight. Really? And it's actually some demigorgons. Going, yep, it's going to be the demigorgons. Um, and but not only are you getting the demigorgon, you're also going to get two new survivors to the game. And the two new survivors are going to be Nancy Wheeler and Steve Harrington. Awesome. So okay. Now you guys are going to hate me for this, but I still have not watched season three. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was trying to hold out, see if Tiff was going to watch it with mm-hmm. me, because she's still back that, in season one, that and she's not going to. So I'm just going to have to go tear through it one of these days. Yeah. I've been working so much that... I get off late enough, I can't even go, like, you know, get me a couple episodes in at night. I'm too tired. Right. But uh, I've been wanting to watch yeah. it really bad. Yeah, you're failing, bro. You're failing. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but the map itself uh, is going to be specialized. It's going to come with its own map oh, um, cool. for Stranger Things. And it looks like Sweet. in the trailer it showed some portals. Ooh. Maybe maybe the Demogorgon oh. can travel through the upside down to teleport. That's cool. Like That's pretty interesting building. that they have these epic characters from like you know world-renowned past horror mm-hmm. 
and then you've got Stranger Things has made it a current show. Okay, that's, that's how cool. big and well that show is doing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and another right sign of them really using modern ways of keeping their name relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just yep. different. We don't see very many people do that. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm I'm probably going to buy this game on PC now so that I can play the Demogorgon. I wanted yeah. to check out Scream anyway, the Scream character and that setup. So Is uh, that a $30 game or is it like a full I think it's 30 or 45 or something like that. So. Okay. I'm definitely going to be buying that probably before Halloween. I think that'd be a good Halloween game to buy, right? Yeah, for right sure. Before, right before the Halloween season kicks off, and then just play some scary games. That'd be fun to stream. I feel like. So uh, finishing up, guys, for my news, uh, I'm going to talk about something that's near and dear to me, and I've talked about this game plenty. And um, for those of you who aren't a fan of the game, I'm sorry, but. This is a very noteworthy game, and, um, well, statistics statistics are to prove it. Um, Mm -hmm. On, I guess it was Monday, we originally said that it was going to be August 27th. Well, it was for the rest of the world, but not for the United States. Uh, For the United States, we got the game on Monday, August 26th. Um, The servers went live. And for classic World of Warcraft. It's probably and, good the rest of the world didn't get it. Well, no, they did get it. They they got it, but their date was August 27th. Our date was August 26th. Right. So, um, it was crazy. We're talking full-on madness. Um, last week we reported that Blizzard was saying, hey, we're expecting server queues to be up to 10,000. Well, Blizzard was wrong. They undershot that. Um, mm. We're talking server queues up to twenty thousand. Um, I think one report said thirty thousand was uh, waiting to get in on a server. Um, That's insane. Yeah, um, Asmongold, uh, one of WoW's biggest streamers, he got in on the action. I want to show you guys real quick on uh, on the video feed. Um, you can just check this out, and you'll see him getting in, and he's pumped, and you'll see how many players pop up on the screen all at once, going after. Um, the exclamation point. I mean, this game was crazy busy. Um, what happened to Asmongold... I just don't understand how they don't... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just tons of players. Um, so the servers can only uh, hold so much at one time of people coming in. And so what Blizzard had to do was they had to um, create these layers within the um, server so that it mm-hmm. would hold a certain amount of people and then do another layer that was holding another certain amount of people in that area. Almost almost like phasing um, to handle the uh, load of people that were going to be coming. Um, well, it so just it, seems like they would have been ready for that. They, You know what I mean? They know how many people... Well, I guess they didn't, because if you had the old one, you got it for free, so it's not like you had to buy it. There wasn't an exact way, right? Right, right. For them to know. But, they had people come on and, and sign up, but you could still just sign up that day. Does that right then, sense? yeah, which a so, lot of people probably did. Yeah, so they only knew what their reservations uh, for the game was going to be, not right. not the uh, the entire thing. So, uh, so the game took off. I mean, it's it, it's crazy. It, it really is crazy the popularity on Twitch itself. Um, Warcraft Classic ended up taking over. The number one spot on most viewed game on Twitch, uh, it hit I think 1.2 million 
Mm -hmm. I think is what it hit total viewers. Um, and I had, so did you actually get into play or how did that go? I got lucky. I got into play. Um, I had to wait 45 minutes to get in on my server. Um, The servers that were 20,000 plus, um, you're looking at four hours to get in. That's crazy. Um, The reason I showed you Asmongold's, uh, gameplay footage is he's a huge streamer. He's one of their biggest streamers. He had, I think at one point he had like 256,000 people on his stream. Whoa. Yeah. And what happened was now I don't know if this was a was a attack on him or what, but he claims that he he thinks maybe he got DDoS attacked, which means someone purposely gets your IP address and then basically messes with your internet, hacks you uh, in a way. Yeah. And so he's so popular, he was like, I got I got DDoS, had to got DDoS. Anyway, him and his whole group that was streaming got kicked yeah. off the server in the middle of their stream, and so when they came back on. Literally, four hour wait time, and so he, Whoa. you know, of course he he was cussing and carrying on for a bit. They've tried to figure out what to do. They couldn't find a server to get back onto on that server. There's no way to get back on, and so they ended up stopping the stream. And well, Asmongold didn't stop the stream. He kept the stream going, and just said, "Hey guys, I'm going to sleep. I'll see you in four hours," and kept the game logged in. And so he went and laid his mattress out, went to he sleep. He kept the game logged in and kept the stream going? Yeah. And he went and That's went crazy. to sleep, and people stayed in. And four hours later, all, him and all his buddies, they had their alarms and stuff set, and they got on, and back to work they went. But, uh, yeah, it was crazy. They couldn't get back in. Um, so it's been this crazy amount of people coming, and uh, there was even uh, queue lines that ended up happening where people were trying to turn in quest items. And there were so many people that in on certain servers, um, characters started lining up in lines, like single file lines, <laughs> waiting to turn in quests so that, you know, you could at least get the job done. Um, let That's me pull crazy. up. Here's a picture of one of them. One of the examples. Um, so, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, everywhere there's people lined up. I know on the server that I played on, it was just, you just tried to kill uh, kill characters when you could because the way the game works is when you kill something, you, you got to tag it, what they call tag it. You got to get enough damage on that NPC to get credit for the kill. Mm. If you don't, yeah. then it goes to the other person. And so, oh, really? Yeah, and so it was just hard to quest because people were just stealing your kills. And, you know, I had one guy that I played with that it was me, my brother-in-law, Sean, and our buddy Chad, and we were rolling through three deep, and so we were able to tag more character, like more NPCs as we we're going through. And there was this little gnome rogue sitting over here waiting to kill this boss dude that we were supposed to be killing. Well, mm. he spawns right as our group's running up, and so I just run up right. and hit the guy, do 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 do, start nailing him. We killed him in like two seconds. The the little gnome rogue whispers me, "You are pathetic," and so I was like. I'm going to be a jerk and message him back. So I whisper him back on the deal. Message back. I was like, hey, I got the kill first. Then he shoots him back another message. You're nothing but a mother effing loser. You're nothing but a, but a asshat. You know. And so then I go to, so I go to message him back and he has me on the ignore list already. So there you go. Classic for you guys. People are hardcore. People are going nuts right now to, yeah, to play the game. 
Um, Blizzard has addressed the issue. Um, a lot of players are saying, Blizzard, why don't you just open up more servers? Bro, open up more servers. Um, right. Blizzard's rebuttal to that is um, we have to be careful because we're looking at the longevity of this game. Um, right. And right now it's a lot of people are, are logging in and playing, but how long are they going to play? And so Yeah, because you got to pay for those servers. Yeah. I mean, all that's a lot of infrastructure and money. Well, and not just that, you're kind of screwed once you're on that server, if that makes sense. So what Blizzard doesn't want to happen is they, they set up all these servers and say this server is a medium pop server right now during right. this whole hustle and bustle. And then later on here, two months later, people people who were just checking it out and now are done and went back to retail WoW, the current mm -hmm. WoW. Oh, so you're uh, saying your character and gear doesn't transfer over to other servers? Nope, that's right. So once you pick a server, that's your that's world. Your, that's your home world. Oh, yeah, they they do need to be careful. Of that. Yep. Yeah, I, so, didn't, I didn't get that the other night either. I was like, Clinton, why don't yeah. you get on one of these low servers? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I get it now. Yeah, it's, that server's your home forever. And so um, they're just trying to avoid. They don't want to create a bunch of servers, and then later on it become a ghost land. They want to right. have you know as the most packed servers they can without having to you know merge servers together or anything like that. So right. um, that's where Blizzard's at right now. But uh, it's showing that uh, Classic WoW still has the power um, of getting people to come back. It's pretty cool. It's pretty gotcha. cool and pretty crazy to see it uh, topple the charts. I know Blizzard's stock went up. I think I heard someone saying it went up like four bucks or something like that per share because of this That's game. That's a lot. Someone should have got in on some of that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's really cool to see happen. I'm excited for it, of course, because I'm an old WoW guy. Um, but it's fun for me because I didn't get to play this version of WoW either. I didn't play mm -hmm. WoW till 2009. This is uh, the game from 2004. So. Oh, really? I thought this was the game you were always playing. Mm -mm. Nope. This is uh, this is the old. You know, they patched it and you... updated a lot of stuff by the time I started playing. Okay. So this is bare bones 2004 when they released it. Um, you know, gotcha. as bare bones as they can have it. And so now, does it still have all the new places, just not the new ways of playing? No. Or this it's is, back to zero. This is back to zero. Level 1 oh, to 60, wow. um, and they have plans to release um, patch content just like they did on the old WoW. So this is basically okay. a hard reset, if, if you think about it. Um, yeah. But, but it is cool. It's integrated in a way that if you already are playing retail WoW, um, you're already going to get to play this. for it's, it's included in your subscription gotcha. already. If you're a new player and you're like, hey, I don't want to play retail WoW. I want to see what it was like in the beginning. Um, like a right. hunter, like for instance, hunter played with me um, last night. Um, mm -hmm. He didn't want to buy the retail game yet because he's like, I don't even know if I like this game. I don't want to spend sixty bucks on the the newest game and a subscription. Well, right. Mm -hmm. He went ahead and hopped 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 on. Only had to pay the fifteen dollar subscription. Oh, so you do just get it for free? Yep. You weren't completely sure the other day on that. Right. So that's cool. Yep. So how it works is if you already have the game and you're already paying your subscription, you get it. If you're a new player and you don't want to buy the newest game, but you just want to get in on some old school WoW, you can just pay the right. 15 bucks okay. and, and play 15 a month. So um, it's really cool. Really good stuff. On So uh, have you, from? on your own, even though it's your first time going back and playing that, would you say for sure that it's like, yeah, that's worth putting some time into. Like it was fun. You like 
it was the right choice to go back. You're enjoying it. You'll probably yes. keep playing it. Um, I'm actually, I have that almost like an addicted, like that addict feeling to the game. Oh, really? Like I you did way back, back in, the, in day. the day? Yeah. Yeah, be careful. Um, yeah. They, Clinton they did... was like, I know, Clinton was like, come play this with me. I was like, I don't want to be a part of you losing your family, Clinton. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Um, what they did good, and I think this is something that got lost in Retail WoW, and this just goes into when you're talking about upgrading the game and making changes. They've made it so user-friendly in the current version of WoW um, mm-hmm. that you can play the game without even hardly talking to anybody or typing to anybody. Um, and going back to Classic shows you a completely different game plan. The game plan was this game's so hard you have to group up with people. and you have Right, to, it's made for that. And you have to message each other and trade items and go through it together. It, it kind of forces. Right, right. And so it was really cool having these servers that were a community again. That So that's, that's cool. I think more than anything, that's what I miss in current WoW is there's more commu- community in the old way of, of how they ran the game. So and yeah, it, it sounds like you weren't the only one to miss it. So, nope. I mean, not, the, not that they're not doing just fine with their new game too, but why not capitalize on right? Well, multiple what the, groups there? What this did, it, probably, probably, it probably brought whoever they lost over the years, probably brought all yep. them back. The yep. ones that That's quit because say. it was too casual brought yep. them back. You know, mm-hmm. so um, they're they're not releasing any numbers like they used to, but as we can see from queue lines and things, Blizzard mm-hmm. is making a killing right now, guys. Yep, making some money off old school WoW. Um, so we'll see where what direction they take. But uh, that's that's it for me on the news. Is that enough news for you guys, or what? I know. I mean, yeah, big show. We packed that all into uh, two hours. You know, it's like our normal two-hour show. I mean, yeah, that's... it was. Um, real quick, before I forget, uh, announcing our contest winner on the stream. Um, I've oh, already, yeah. already contacted the person. Um, Rebecca W. won our, uh, our contest for the kicker earbuds. So thank you hey. for everybody that jumped mm-hmm. in and uh, entered the contest. And she'll be getting those kicker earbuds. We'll, we'll be doing, and we'll more. be having some more giveaways. But mm-hmm. I do want you yes. guys to know we had a lot of people like and share the post, which did not enter you into the contest. And we yeah, tried to let everybody like 40, know. I think we had like ended up getting like fifty likes. Yeah, and I'm thinking those people must have been thinking they were getting entered, mm-hmm. but they never did actually enter to yeah. enter. And it'll probably be the same way next time. We're not for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but but Facebook does have some specific guidelines, and we got to follow those on our contests. But mm-hmm. uh, next time, you need to rate and review on iTunes or sign up to our subscription list on our mm-hmm. website. Those are the mm-hmm. ways we actually enter you into the contest. If you don't do that and you like it and share it, thank you. We yeah. love it. Yeah, thank you. But right. you, you didn't just, get your didn't name in the drawing. Win it. <laughs> yeah. And if you yeah. entered in the last contest, you'll be in all the future contests – even if you won the first one, Clint? Uh, yes, for... We haven't talked about that. I, I'm working on a plan to get that grandfathered in. Because I think okay. that's only fair. If you've already rated and reviewed it once, there's no right, reason right, to right. go back and do it again. Yep. So, um, And then also, if you want to support the channel, support the show, you can always donate to us over on Patreon. Check it out. Um, we're going to be giving out special content on that platform as well. Exclusive content to our our patrons over on uh, on our Patreon channel. Um, yep. You can, of course, Right now, we're it. just we're just kind of getting that going, yep. and we're wanting to see what kind of response we get out of our listeners and 
Mm-hmm. But we'll be continuing to update that and upgrade that for sure. Yes, definitely. That's always going to be a, a thing that grows with, with the podcast. Um, doing more gaming streams right now, so if you ever want to go back and check out any footage, we've got some Grand Theft Auto footage. Of course, I'm doing Classic WoW like a madman right now and trying yep. to stream it when I can, basically every time I play. Um, yeah, and you guys are missing out on any Ryan lately, and you will yeah, for the Ryan's, next probably three weeks or so. Yeah, I'm Ryan, sorry. Ryan's life is just wrecked right now. He's in the busyness. hustle. Yep. He's yep. Doing, doing good things. But that's okay. I am. He's going to come am. back strong eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. But, hey, we appreciate all the support, guys. Um, of course, always share us with your friends. Let everybody know. Delirious Dads Gaming, the community that matters. The community for that's dads. Right. So That's right. Um, but, yeah, we'll be on next week. Same time, same place. Um, but with that said, Ryan. Stay delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.